Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one, it's my team selection for game week 19. So I'm going to show you how the team is shaping up and how I'm going to use the two free transfers I've got this week and why I probably need to buy Trent Alexander-Arnold. And I'll quickly show you how I did in game week 18 as well. So if you enjoyed this video, make sure to give it a like. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And also make sure to check out Fantasy Football Hub. They've got 30% off at the moment and a 30-day free trial. Links in the description below. So let's start with a quick look at Game Week 18, which was pretty good for me. I finished on 55 points total, which was enough for another green arrow. So I've gone from about 190k up to just inside the top 136,000. Now, the reason there's an asterisk on screen for my rank is because I've checked out on the Fantasy Football Hub live rank tool which will be pretty accurate but when fpl updates it might be slightly different but it's not like i'm going to fall 10,000 places or anything like that so very happy with that game week especially going into christmas i also rolled the transfer as well so i thought about taking gordon out but i had a feeling he would start i thought about taking matty cash out but once pal torres was confirmed as missing for game week 18 I had to play cash and there's just no need to make a transfer. In the end, both Gordon and Cash blanked, so it didn't really gain me any points this week. But I think going forward, having those two free, uh, two free transfers is going to be beneficial. The two best things this week were Solanke's hat-trick, especially obviously after he got his points taken away last week, which I think was correct, right? And I'm not going to go into that again. But to get a hat-trick, bit of luck, obviously, with the 10 men for Nottingham Forest, uh, but really enjoyed that. But I think the Gabriel 10 point was even better for me. It wasn't so many points total, but obviously a lot of people didn't play their Arsenal players, correctly so, because they were playing Liverpool away. And I said that I was playing Gabriel ahead of Saliba because I felt like he had a bit more goal threat, plus he was lower owned. Then obviously I got very lucky with that decision, but it's still nice that it paid off. And the way that it happened for me is because of the quick turnaround in games, I was starting to create the graphics for the game week preview video just as the Liverpool and Arsenal game started. And I put the game on my second screen on Sky Go. And the first thing I saw was Odegaard's free kick. He crosses it in and Gabriel heads it in. It was amazing. So really enjoyed that 10-pointer. Um, elsewhere, Watkins blank. And to be fair, the game week didn't really start off that great. We had the Brighton Palace game. I had no players in that. Then Watkins blanks. I lose my cash clean sheet. He was on bonus points as well. I think after the initial kind of first 20 or 30 minutes, Cash actually played pretty well. But either way, clean sheet goes, Captain Blank. But then it got pretty good after that. Gabriel 10-pointer, Solanke's hat-trick, Son scored, Salah scored. Overall, it was okay. In terms of the Blanks, Dubravka three points with Ariola eight on my bench. But I'm not too worried about that because we didn't know whether Ariola would start. And even if we did, I probably would have played Dubravka anyway. Uh, Poro blank so did Cole Palmer he also got a yellow card so he's now suspended for game week 19 but to be honest although he's lost a point this week I think for long-term moves that's actually quite good for me which I'll explain in a minute and he should have scored in that game Brendan Wood didn't see it Sterling was kind of through on goal they had three versus the goalkeeper and Sterling could have passed it to Palmer for a tap into an open net and he shot and Saar saved it so Palmer probably a little bit unlucky to not walk away with returns in that game 
But overall, really decent week, 55 points, another green arrow. Let's take a look at game week 19. So as I mentioned earlier, I've got two free transfers and I've also got 4.4 million in the bank. So there is a bit of money to spend there if I want to upgrade any of the players that are currently in my squad. The reason that I've got that money is because I sold Haaland a couple of game weeks ago. So I need to be aware about how I might get him back in. But I'll discuss that a little bit later because it doesn't look like he's necessarily going to be available for game week 19. So it might be that I put that move off a little bit longer. In terms of the goalkeepers, Ariola being back presumably now as the number one keeper for West Ham has kind of solved any issues I might have had there. Even if Dubravka, sorry, not Dubravka, even if Newcastle end up buying a new goalkeeper in January, I can just play Ariola every week until I have a spare transfer to maybe bring someone else in. But that's not something I've got planned anytime soon. Once the double game weeks happen, especially if someone like Bournemouth gets a double and you can bring in Neto, then I might make a goalkeeper change, possibly Flecken as well. But right now, I just played Dubravka for Forest at home. And when Newcastle have got those tougher fixtures afterwards, uh, Liverpool away, Man City home and Villa away, then I can just play Ariola instead at West Ham, who's got game week 20 Brighton at home, game week 21 Sheffield United away, and 22 is Bournemouth at home. Now, obviously, West Ham haven't been great for clean sheets, but I just don't see much upside over the next couple of game weeks of using a transfer on a goalkeeper. So Dubravka this week, easy decision. Ariola on the bench for Arsenal away. And then I'll just put Ariola in for the three game weeks after that. In terms of my defense, I've got Gabriel and Saliba double up against West Ham at home. I don't necessarily think that's an easy fixture. I think West Ham tend to always find a way to score. But also Arsenal defense is just incredible and has been all season. So there is a good chance of a clean sheet there. And I don't mind the double up whatsoever. And with Porro, I'm not expecting a clean sheet against Brighton, but we know his attacking potential as well. So I think in a normal game week, if I only had one free transfer, I'd be perfectly fine with playing those three players. But I've got Charlie Taylor on the bench against Man United away. And I've got Cash, who's suspended for game week 19. And let's be honest, long term, he's not an option anyway. I kept him for Sheffield United because I thought he would play. But after that, I just don't need him unless someone else in uh, Aston Villa uh, gets injured, which... We're probably not going to know before the game week 19 deadline because there's unlikely to be too many press conferences, right? Because of Christmas, etc. So I think with the two free transfers, it makes sense to sell Matty Cash. Now, I could do one of two things. I could sell him to a player in and around his price, maybe someone like Levi Colwell at Chelsea, possibly Botman or uh, kind of Dan Byrne ready for Newcastle's good fixtures later on, and just keep that money so it's much easier to transition back to Haaland without having to sell Salah. But at this point, I think I just have to buy Trent. He's returned in nine of the last 10 games. And I don't expect that level of return to continue. But I think he'll get enough to be worth the money at the moment, considering that I don't need two premium players. I've said this quite a lot. If I still needed Salah, Son and Haaland in my team, I wouldn't even be looking for Trent. I'd just go for a cheap defender. But I don't think, well, it's not even don't think, right? That those players aren't going to be needed when they're away on international duty. So I think my move is going to be cash to Trent, which does cause me a little bit of a benching headache, but I don't mind that too much, especially when we could see more injuries and suspensions happen as well. Like it's not completely out of the question that at some point I play four at the back. And when I put it through the planner on Fantasy Football Hub's My Team Tool, as always, if you want to check this out, link's in the description below. Um, if I sell cash now, so let me just transfer him out to Trent and I'll just confirm that transfer I'll, I'll come on to who I would bench in a minute for this week but I could either bench Saliba or Gabriel right so one of the Arsenal defenders or Porro 
and just play Trent against Burnley because I think he will start, especially with Simicass's injury, because Gomez is going to have to play left back. Then in game week 20, I play Trent against Newcastle. Porro's got Bournemouth at home. And I don't mind double Arsenal defence against Fulham away, but it is an away game. So if I only have to play one, that's probably a little bit better. Then in game week 21, again, I'm playing Trent against Bournemouth. And then Gabriel and Saliba have got Crystal Palace at home. Porro's got Man United away. So it's a very similar situation to this week where I could play the double Arsenal defence if I think they're going to get a clean sheet. And I think Porro's going to lose his. Or if I want to go for that attacking upside and not go for the double up for Arsenal, I can just bench one of them instead. And that kind of continues right to game week 22. Again, I'd probably play Trent in every single game. Porro's got a home game against Brentford and Arsenal were away to Nottingham Forest. Can they get a clean sheet in that game? Absolutely. But would I be happy playing just one? Yeah, I probably would. So it does give me a benching headache, but I think that's maybe the wrong way to look at it. I think it gives me bench backup in case anything happens in my squad, like injuries and suspensions. And I just think from watching, I mean, we know Trent is great anyway. He's done this for years, but he has looked really good recently. And although Salah's going away, which might dent the Liverpool attack a little bit, I think Trent will create so many chances it'll be difficult for them not to continue scoring. Um, And I'm not particularly, I think a lot of people are concerned about bringing Trent in because it blocks getting Haaland back without selling Salah. but. I'm not as concerned about that because Salah's going to have to go at some point because of African Cup of Nations and I'm willing to take that risk. And there's not a guarantee that he would be needed straight back after that anyway, which I'll talk about in a minute. So I think I'm going to sell cash to Trent this week with one of my free transfers and just roll the other one. I think that's a really strong position to be in. If you're asking me right now who I would bench, I think it's Saliba because I find it really difficult to bench Poro. But I think the correct answer might be to bench Poro just because... I don't see a clean sheet for Spurs in that game. I'm just worried what he might do from an attacking perspective. So my move this week will probably be cash to Trent Alexander-Arnold. So this week I'm playing a 3-4-3 formation. I've got Salah against Burnley away, who's currently my captain. Uh, Son against Brighton away. Saka against West Ham at home. And Gordon against Nottingham Forest at home. And I'm benching Cole Palmer, who picked up his fifth yellow card of the season against Wolves and is now suspended for game week 19. And to be honest with you, that's kind of helped me out because... I was looking to bench one of him or Gordon, and now I don't have to make that decision. And I've got no interest in selling Palmer because I got him for 4.9 million. And as things stand, he's continuing to get really great minutes in that Chelsea team, and he'll be back for game week 20. So I'm probably just going to bench him. I think it is worth saying by bringing Trent in and benching one of Saliba or Porro, I also strengthen my bench a little bit as well because with today being Christmas Day, when this video goes out and the deadline on Boxing Day on the 26th, we're not going to hear from many managers, so it might be by the time the games get played, some of my players actually miss out that we haven't had any information about. So having that extra player on the bench wouldn't really go amiss either. So that's kind of an easy decision uh, for me to get Trent in and bench Cole Palmer. With captaincy, I just don't see that change, and I think Salah will start that game. It's a really good fixture on paper. I'm not worried about the fact that Burnley just kept a clean sheet. These things happen over small samples. Ultimately, Burnley defence hasn't been great this season. And the Liverpool attack is very good. So I think Salah makes absolute sense, especially with Haaland not being around. The latest I've seen is that he's not yet back in full training with the rest of the Man City team. So that would indicate that he's not going to start against Everton. And therefore, I'm not even going to think about captaining him. Like I said on yesterday's video, I think Son is a great captain too. But I just don't think he's better than Salah. Uh, in terms of selling Son, he's got Brighton away this week, Bournemouth at home in 20. The plan would probably be to sell him from game week 21 onwards. 
And then with Saka, he has blanked three games in a row. But I'm just not worried about that whatsoever because he's consistent in terms of starts and the returns will come. Right? He's got plenty of goals and assists already this season. And I just think he is one of those midfielders that everyone's going to be looking to bring in if they don't own him when Salah and Song go away in January. And quickly on Anthony Gordon, I do think at some point Newcastle will need to rest him, but I don't know if they've got a choice to do that right now. Isaac is back. He played just over 50 minutes in the game uh, against Luton in game week 18. So potentially they could play Isaac left wing and Wilson through the middle. But I just feel like you don't want to lose either of those two players because you want to be able to rotate them longer term. And so I think Gordon's going to start again until Barnes is back. I think he is the key player. It's not impossible that Gordon gets benched. And it's certainly not impossible that he could be subbed early. But I don't think the worry about that is enough for me to do anything about it. Like, I'm not even sure who I'd bring in. I guess Richarlison. But it just doesn't feel like that's worth a transfer this week. Richarlison is someone that I can get in later on. It doesn't have to be in game week 19. So I'm pretty happy with how the defense and midfield look. Let's take a look at the forward line. And then my three forwards are Darwin Nunez against Burnley away, Ollie Watkins against Man United away, and Dominic Solanke against Fulham at home. And Watkins and Solanke are pretty simple. Unless they get injured, I've got no plans to move them on anytime soon. A bit like how I've had Salah, Son and Saka for a long time. That's probably going to be the case with Watkins and Solanke as well. And I like reducing the amount of decisions I've got to make in FPL. So I won't even think about what I could do with those players if I remove them from my team. They're just going to be staying for the next few game weeks. With Darwin, I really want to play him this week because he didn't start the last game. And I know he's been awful for me, but he didn't start the last game. He's almost certainly going to start against Burnley. Whether that will be on the left because Diaz picked up a knock or through the middle and they'll take Gakpo out of the team, I don't know. But he is going to play. It's a good fixture. He didn't get the yellow card in the last match. So there's no suspension or anything like that. And it's almost kind of perfect that Palmer is suspended. Because I can almost just play Darwin stress-free. Whereas before, I would have had to bench a good player in order to start him. Long term, not an option. I definitely wouldn't be bringing him in either. And he is someone that I'm going to sell pretty soon. But for game week 19, it just makes sense for me to keep him and play him. I could, instead of doing cash to Trent get rid of Darwin for someone like Alvarez and just keep him until Haaland is back. But I think I prefer just getting Trent in now and playing Darwin against Burnley because ultimately he's had a rest. Obviously, Alvarez has been away playing and I'm not sure that Darwin against Burnley is any worse than Alvarez against Everton. Obviously, in game week 20 when Alvarez plays Sheffield United, that's a different conversation. But for this week, it just makes sense for me to keep him. So that is what the team looks like. It's going to be 3-4-3. Caster Trent is the probable move. It's just about who I bench, and I won't be changing the captain from Salah. Just in terms of my Haaland plans going forward, right? Because a lot of people, and I kind of touched on this earlier, are worried that if they bring Trent in, that takes away the money to get Haaland back, and they don't want to sell Salah before he's away for African Cup of Nations, which I completely get, right? I don't want to force Salah out of my team either. But the way it's going, I don't think we're going to need to do that, because if Haaland. Let's just say he's not even in the squad for the Everton game. The chances are the most that will happen against Sheffield United is that he'll be on the bench. And therefore, you're not going to want to captain him anyway, I would say, despite how good that fixture looks on paper. And so you can delay that move until game week 21 or maybe even later than that. My, my general thinking with Trent is, could bringing him in hurt the structure of my squad and make it difficult to get Salah and Haaland and Son back later on? It could possibly... But I also think it's worth taking the points now and worrying about that later. So my rough plan, like I said, get Trent in this week. 
in game week 20, if Haaland's back and he gets minutes against Everton, I really want him for Sheffield United, then I will sell Salah and I will upgrade Darwin to Haaland. And of course, that's a bit of a risk, not having Salah, but it's just one game. As long as I don't get punished too much, that would be a good long-term move. And if Haaland's not back for 20, then I think I continue rolling the transfers. That's a really strong position to be in right now. And I could even do something like Darwin Nunez out for Alvarez and just get and, and leave that in there. Sorry, leave him in there until Haaland is back and just play him against Sheffield United instead of Gordon against Liverpool away. So I think like Gordon is one of those players that soon people are going to be looking to sell and rightly so because the fixtures do get more difficult. But if I stick with this one premium setup, I can just bench him. I don't need to worry about him. I get to keep Salah for Newcastle at home. I keep Son for Bournemouth at home. And I just bench Gordon and get Alvarez in. And then I go to game week 21 with two free transfers. Obviously, injuries and stuff like that could happen. And I have to tackle them as they uh, as they come in. But I think that's the rough plan. And like I said, if I get to game week 20 and Haaland is back, and I'm sure he's going to start, and it's a great fixture against Sheffield United, then I get Haaland for Darwin and take Salah out for a midfield like Bowen or Richarlison or something like that. And I think, like I said, I think that's a strong position to be in. And I'm kind of I'm kind of happy with that. And just really quickly on getting rid of Salah and not being able to get him back. The other reason that I kind of want to just take the points now is because it's not a guarantee that you will need Salah back straight away. Okay, So he goes away in game week 21. He's going to miss, uh, miss Bournemouth away because of African Cup of Nations. Egypt aren't... I don't think they're the favourites, but they are kind of predicted to go a little bit into that tournament so he could miss 22 and 23 as well so potentially he'll be back for game week 24 which is Burnley at home and don't get me wrong I would really want Salah for that but if Liverpool get to the Carabao Cup final then game week 26 Luton at home will be a blank and unless Liverpool get a double before that I wouldn't even need to bring Salah back because although Burnley at home is great if he's going to miss Luton it's just not worth the extra transfers to bring him back in if he's going to miss such a crucial game, I could just get him back afterwards from game week 27 onwards. If Liverpool get to the final, which is a blank in 26, and they double in 25, which would be Brentford away and Luton at home, then obviously I would need him back in. And preferably I'd keep Trent, so I'd have to maybe just not get Son back. But if I need Salah that desperately, I'll figure out a way to do it. So there is definite risk with the way that I have planned this out and the kind of where I'm happy-ish to sell Salah to get Haaland in. But I feel like overall in the long term, that will be worth more points. The chances are that I won't even need Haaland in game week 20, the way things are going. I'll just keep Salah and that'll be really easy. Um, but Darwin to a Man City forward is what's going to happen, but not this week. If you've enjoyed that video, make sure to give it a like and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Make sure to rate five stars if you listen on podcast as well. This will be the final video for game week 19. I'll be doing a deadline stream on the 26th of December, probably starting at half nine in the morning UK time, possibly at nine. I'm not sure whether it'll be that early, but I'll see what I can do. And obviously I'll answer any questions that you've got then, and then we'll move on to game week 20. So there won't be any more videos just because it's Christmas and stuff like that. I hope you understand. Merry Christmas to you all, and I'll catch you again tomorrow morning. Sports Social Podcast Network.